Welcome to Last God Standing. I am Teresa. I'm Danny. Oops, sorry. That was a little bit mic microphone adjustings. Got headphones these days. It's like I'm a pro. Ooh. <laughs> she looks very professional across from me. I'm like I'm looking at I'm currently in my Halloween pants and a giant t shirt and no oh. bra because you know, fuck it. I do <laughs> what I wore I work slops. Uh, you look comfortable. <laughs> I can't be getting all gussied up over there. <sighs> I wish I didn't. I wear a nice though. shoe even. Not even Ooh. a heel, like a flat like a ballerina flat and they're like going somewhere. So jealous. Like, so yeah, jealous. hot day with my ballerina flats. I think sometimes I look okay when I get to work and everybody's like, you look real tired. Is everything all right? I'm like, what? I, uh, I'm wearing clean clothes. I brushed my hair. Sometimes I don't brush my hair. I always <laughs> forgot to brush my hair the other day. I did forget to brush my hair today and that's why it's up. <laughs> I definitely don't wash my hair like I should have washed it today, but I was like, I think <sighs> I could get one more out. <laughs> a little dry shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have a heavy hitter today. Oh, you are going to do bigger and better? Well, here's the problem, is which I was going to complain about today, but I didn't. You can complain. Is we went through all the smaller deities because the bigger ones were like so overwhelming that all we're left now is big deities. <laughs> oh, no. This is for any other Wiccans out there that have to write their own BOS. <laughs> this is saving the meditations for last. Yes, this is saving. We've done yeah. this now. Uh, <laughs> This is like you wrote all the fun spells. Now you have to write like the meditations. And then you're like, this is going to take forever. And it will. It will. <laughs> I would like to really quickly give a shout out to uh, Liz's Amazing Cakes. Oh. I'm, I'm hoping she'll is make she your sponsor? Uh, if, yeah. I'm hoping yeah. like one of these episodes maybe she'll make us a cake and we'll be eating it. It can be shaped like a... Greek god. All right. I don't just get the <laughs> David out on it. That would be amazing. If, what does she make that dong out of? I don't know, but did you see her taco? I did see I went her taco. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. I laughed so hard. I just got a head rush. Oh, my God. Okay, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I did not see Liz's taco. But I hear only nice things. Um, She made an amazing taco cake. Anyways, go on Facebook and look up Liz's Amazing Cakes because I, there's, I can't talk my way out of this now. Okay. <laughs> I'll link to it in the episode yes. description. Um, so that was my shout out because I would like a cake. <laughs> I'll make sure that she listens to this episode. <laughs> okay, moving on. Well, kind of. Our big heavy hitter goddess is Aphrodite. Oh, wow. I was yeah. thinking about her recently. Well, because we just did Hephaestus, too. On, you know when, I don't know if you have Windows 10 at, at work or yes. at home, but when it goes to like screensaver mode and it says, do you like this picture? And you click yes. One of them was like Aphrodite's shore or something oh. like that. It's where they think she was born. And oh. I, and I was like, mm, like? I just got a cliff. But I mean, I was like, all right, whatever. I didn't really get to set it because they set it up when I wasn't there. It just so. changes every time. No, mine doesn't change every time. Mine changes every time mm. and I can like it or un and not like it. I'm going to have to pay more attention. Maybe it's happening and I'm too much in a rush in the morning. You do get that one that looks a little bit like the Goonies. Yes, thing. that's what it looks like. Yeah, like, it'll change yeah. sometimes. Oh, I'll have to pay more attention. I apparently must sleep when I log in every morning. So. <laughs> all right. So she has two birth, birth stories. Okay. The older of her two stories is that she emerged from the sea as a grown woman. Right, that's the jizz. In yeah, the sea. Uh, her this father. Is the, this jizz. is the jizz that sits by the sea. <laughs> it's only gonna get worse, people, because yeah, because we started off with Liz's taco. Um, her father is Uranus, the god of the sky, and she has no mother. Can you say that word again? Uranus. It's Uranus. No, it's not. It's Uranus. It's not. There's a nose. Why? Why'd they misspell it like that? Because he's the god of the sky. He's not Uranus. He's Uranus. He's Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it the Greek way. <laughs> I heard that about you. All right, listen. The story takes place two generations before Zeus. Okay. When Uranus reigned with his wife Gaia, the goddess of the earth. He hated his children and hid them in the depths of the earth until Gaia, loathing her husband, devised a plan with her son Kronos. She equipped her son with a sickle, and when Uranus next came to sleep with Gaia, Gaia, Kronos chopped off his genitals. The severed parts fell into the ocean, and the sea foam enveloped them. From this foam emerged the goddess Aphrodite. This story was handed down to poets, who then tried to turn around and say that the reason her, that her name comes from the Greek word meaning foam, or Uranus's semen, 
but they're saying that's actually not what that word means that they just kind of were like hey her name means this and they're like no it doesn't you just made that up weren't they it's, just making up words back yeah then? it's it's poetic invention and the true etymology of aphrodite's name remains unknown oh well i'll buy foam and semen being of similar yeah that's appearance. fine i mean it's poetic license right uh, the second one is that you she's. Think the anybody came after Will Shakespeare to be like, "Hey, man, you just made up that word. That's not a word." Probably, maybe in his time they did. Maybe. Well, nobody goes after William Shakespeare in like no. scholarly fashion like no. that because he already is admitting that he's writing fiction. I guess when somebody's writing about the mythology, they're like, "But it could have happened." Right. I don't know. Uh, the other one is that she's the daughter of Zeus. Uh, Zeus is the grandson of Uranus and son of Kronos, and apparently it r- runs in the family to try to like not have your kids around. Zeus was actually the better father father in three generations mm. because he allowed his kids to be born. Uh-huh. His grandfather didn't, and his father didn't. In this story, Aphrodite's mother is the goddess Dione, which there's nothing really known about her, and it's notable that the name Dione is a feminized form of the Zeus altar's name Dios. Okay, yeah, Dios is Spanish for god. Yeah. Yes. So that's it. Those are her two mythologies. Um, I think they both get meshed together anyways. I think I thought that she was Zeus's daughter, but that she was born from seafoam. Oh, I <clears> always <throat> thought it was the the genitals hitting the sea. I thought it was Zeus's coming in the ocean. Nah, well, yeah. he did a little of that, yeah, so was, I'm quite sure. Well, she's definitely got some Zeus qualities. Uh, her, she's associated with love. Beauty, pleasure, passion, procreation. Her symbols are the golden apple, the laurel, dove, swans, roses, artichokes. I don't know why artichokes. Oh, right, artichoke. I didn't think of that. Seashells, pomegranate, and the mirror. Because she's... Is everybody getting in on that pomegranate action? I don't know, but the mirror makes sense because, you know... Narcissus? Yeah, because she's the most beautiful. She also has a girdle or a decorated belt, which has magical powers to compel love. I, wish I had a girdle that was magical I powers wish, to right. chase people away. Yeah, no, get away from me. Um, she also has a chariot drawn by white doves. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that either. I think I've seen one picture with her with swans drawing a chariot, but I thought it was just uh, somebody just painted a picture. Always like one like, of those ones in Florida, like a paddle boat. Probably. <laughs> I know, right? She's got a foot on each of them. <laughs> Maybe she can make it around the lake. I couldn't. <laughs> uh, she is usually portrayed nude uh, because her female form is considered perfect. Like Apollo's the... So she's compared with Apollo in that respect. So Apollo's form is considered the perfect male form. Yes. Aphrodite is considered the perfect female form. And it was funny that they pointed out it was because she had symmetrical... It was the golden the golden oh. mean reason. The golden mean, is that right? The golden ratio. Golden ratio. And it's because she was she had symmetrical, perfectly symmetrical features. Oh, that's so they didn't really talk about like her beauty as far as like, oh, she had striking eyes or whatever. It was because she was symmetrical. But I think because Greeks really liked that. that. I don't know. I mean, it's not that I don't like... It's not that I don't like it, symmetricalness, but um, I feel like it makes the face a little less interesting. You know, on, on the internet when they, they like fold it over? Right. So like, I think asymmetrical features are better. Like, your face looks like this. If it was just the same on the other side, I'm like, you look like a weird demon. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why they... Maybe it was because they had to do so many portraits or statues. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so, as we learned last time, she's she was married to Hephaestus. Even though married to Hephaestus, she has had affairs with all the Olympians, except two. Oh, can I guess? Yes. Yeah! Guess <laughs> who she has not slept with. Are women, do we count women? Yes. Is this just the dude? Okay. It's women just the dudes. Hestia for sure. Nope. Really? Yeah. That's hot. I'm glad to see her little golden poof is getting seen a bit It's action. getting some poof. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she did it with Hephaestus, like sympathy lay. She did. Right. <laughs> she did sleep with Hephaestus. She has, she has, she has a child with him. Okay. Artemis. No. Really? No. What a hooker. I know. Well... The, oh, you, want, you want to keep guessing? No. I'm All not. right. So the only two she has not slept with were Zeus. Okay. And Hades. Really? Well, Hades is not surprising. Right. Hades isn't surprising. Surprisingly loyal. But I thought it was funny that they said Olympians and did not say whether it was male or fi- They were like Olympians, <laughs> period. Like, so that definitely covered the goddesses too. Oh, good. So that means <clears> when <throat> I was wondering whether or not 
Hestia would run off with Artemis for a little. You were totally right. Yes. And Aphrodite probably sprinkled a spell on him to make him do it. So while there were stories that were invented to explain Aphrodite's marriage to Hephaestus, I thought that one of the stories I found was really cute because it went with your stuff about Hephaestus making the throne for his mother. Mm. So Zeus hastily married Aphrodite to Hephaestus in order to prevent the other gods from fighting over her. But in another version of the myth, Hephaestus gave his mother the golden throne and she became trapped on it. And he refused to let her go until she agreed to have Aphrodite's hand in marriage given to him. Oh. Right. I don't think that that's the way because I heard that Dionysus got him drunk and then he let her go. Right. So <laughs> I just thought that was a cute version because I wasn't looking for that. And I was like, oh, that came up. That's cute. He was overjoyed to be married to her. Um, he forged her beautiful jewelry. And he's actually the one who made her her girdle. No. Oh. Um, which accentuated her breasts and made her even more irresistible to men. He made her corset. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he made an underbust. <laughs> I have never met a dude that didn't love a corset. Right? And he was like, oh, I'm going to make this for you. And it made her more beautiful. And it made it made her accentuated her boobs. You know what? That's a confident guy. It is, Festus. right? Most men can be like, I, bought you, I made you this corset. It makes you super <laughs> ugly, though. Don't look at my girl. So because she is actually, in the first story, she's older than Zeus. Mm. Some say that she has been around for a really long time and might actually be another form of Inanna in Ishtar. Oh, okay. Because they share a lot of the same similarities, having sky deities as fathers, being um, so closely intertwined with passion and love mm. and whatever. So some pl places mix her with Inanna. It's interesting to note, too, that she's also said to have um, erotic beauty and aggressive sexuality. Uh -huh. That's like one of her things. And um, that was what also made them think that she was with Inanna. Maybe she was with Inanna. She, she's probably with a lot of people. Wait till we get to her family. Holy you know? crap. Like, I don't know how she had what time to do like all this stuff. Shor uh, shor. Shor? Shor. Sorority of love goddesses. They all just Could they be. have like a retreat every year. And they get they pick a place. It's like a Sunday brunch, and they get together and they just. It is interesting <laughs> when you get into the amount of children that she had. None of them, except Hephaestus, were by marriage. Right. She only married Hephaestus. She never married anyone else. Everyone else was considered her consort. Uh, there was no seduction. Yeah, there Aries. was right. She oh, she is. She is like hot and heavy with Aries. Like, oh, sure. Yeah. I'm sure she let him think it was his idea. She well, yeah, but I mean, she had that great girdle. <laughs> She's like, yeah, baby, you're really knocking it out of the park today. Right. Those pickup lines. I don't think she probably had to try that on her. No, I'm sure not. No. So that's her origin and her symbols. She sounds fun. Yeah, she is. Um, she's She's got some issues. I bet she's petty. Oh, petty as fuck. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that notoriety. And I queued up some interesting music for her. Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, I hope it's all like, like Celine Dion love ballads or something. I'm kidding. We don't have the right set. Don't do it. Oh. <laughs> Found classic porno music. <laughs> I didn't know where that came from. And like, I was like, where in the '70s did she find this? I don't know. I just looked up classic porno music, and it was exactly what I wanted. <laughs> Minus other weird noises. <laughs> uh, so we're going to get to her glorification. Uh, there's quite a lot, actually. She had a main festival that was celebrated across Greece, but mainly in Athens and Corinth. Um, it was called Aphrodisia, mm, which hello. aphrodisiac. It was the, celebrated on the fourth day of the month of Hecotombian. I don't know what month that was. I forgot to look. I there was so look. much going on. I forgot. No, I, I was going to go back and look, and then I forgot. Oh, what's it called? H-E-K-A-T-O-M-B-A-I-O-N. <laughs> and it's to honor her role in the unification of Attica. Hecatome. Public sacrifice. Oh, you're not going to Yeah, no, I'm already going to get into that. All right. Oxen. Wait a second. Shh. Spoilers. Oxen. Spoilers. They yeah. Well, during the festival, the priests of Aphrodite's would purify the temple of Aphrodite's on the southwestern slope with the blood of a sacrificed dove. Next, the altars would be anointed with the blood, and the cult statues of Aphrodite's and another deity, Piotho, would be escorted in a majestic procession to a place where they would be ritually bathed. Okay, so let me explain about Piotho, even though it kind of goes under her family. Piotho, and I'm probably saying it wrong, was one of her children. Mm. 
that was born a full-grown man with a f- with an erect penis. Well, and when she saw it, she tried to run away from him. Because, well, sure, right. However, Greeks being Greek made this guy a god. So he is the god of. Damn it! He's the god of damn it. Would Zeus take a look at him and be like, "Impressive, almost as impressive. You're a god now." Right. And well, he celebrated with her a lot. Let's see, he is. Oh, that's right. He does. They don't know who his father is. Oh, that. Oh, just Aphrodite, rando. Uh, apparently Aphrodite was just like, I gave birth to a giant penis. Like, and they're celebrated together a lot. I never heard of this person. Who is he? He is goddess. He's the god of seduction. Hmm. Um, but he does get celebrated with her a lot. So I'm wondering if some of, some of the things were meshed together. Okay. Like people thought it was Aphrodite or like just somebody she was fucking. It could have also, they could have also thought he was Dionysus. Maybe that's given the Randy was. Well, it was listed as unknown, and she has other children with Dionysus. Maybe she just doesn't remember. Dionysus would go a long way to explain that. <laughs> right, except I feel like Dionysus would have claimed him. It seems like a kid Dionysus would be like, yeah. <laughs> what if they were both like, I know we're exes, and we we made some choices. They were not great choices. And this happened. I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> So the fourth day of every month was sacred to Aphrodite. Oh. Um, also, and she was worshipped in Sparta, which was surprising being that she was a goddess of love. The reason she was worshipped in Sparta was because she was very close with Ares. Hmm. Close. I air quoted the Yes. Close. And they wrote this one, the saucy website I like to go to that is like... That's not the Theoe. No, but they're, <laughs> they're a little snotty and I like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like... This epithet stresses Aphrodite's connection to Ares, with whom she had extramarital affairs. <laughs> That's being generous. In in Sparta, there was a number of ancient cult statues that actually had her bearing arms. Oh. And other cult statues showed her bound in chains. And at first I wasn't sure why, but then I was wondering if it was because of the net. Oh, maybe. That Avestus. Well, it was a very invisible net, and it's hard to make a statue of invisible net. Right. So I'm wondering if that's what why he they had her depicted in chains. Um, because if they're going to associate her with Ares, that's a pretty famous story. Do you want me to sing Unchain My Heart? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> she's the patron goddess of prostitutes of all varieties, uh, nice. ranging from the treat the cheap street prostitutes typically owned by slaves or by wealthy pimps, the hentarari, the expensive, well-educated hired companions who are usually self-employed and sometimes provided sex to their companies, their customers, I'm sorry. Uh, in the city of Corinth, she was, uh, was renowned throughout the ancient world for its many hentari who had a widespread reputation for being among the most skilled but also the most expensive prostitutes in the Greek world. Mm. Records of numerous dedications to Aphrodite's made by successful courtesans have survived in poems and pottery inscriptions. References to Aphrodite's in association with prostitutes were found in Corinth as well as the islands of Cyprus, Scythera, and Sicily. Uh, Again, Aphrodite's Mesopotamian alter ego, Inanna, is associated with prostitutes as well, Mm. which is why they might think that they cross over know if they cross over if they're just looking for a connection there maybe like six of one you know yeah i mean and when we eventually do the mesopotamian gods and goddesses i mean anana had she had more to her than that and not yeah i mean i would say anana to me anana was more um love is a battlefield by the way yes but she was (laughs) i thought she would be more like artemis like she wasn't a virgin but she definitely wasn't scared to like i thought she would be more like hunt yeah She's more like Ishtar with like a lot of well, she, Anana and Ishtar are the same people, right? That's what yeah. I mean. Like all the iconography I see of Ishtar, are right? Like so badly. I don't know. Maybe it's the f- the flip side of the coin. Maybe you could leave votives of small white marble doves. Votive offerings of small white marble doves were also discovered in the temple of Aphrodite. Okay, so you can make a little dove. Aw. so I thought about this chariot being pulled by doves. Doves are rather small. Right. Well, it takes so many, I would think. I mean, she's a goddess. How much does she weigh? Not a ton, but, you know. And why would you want... I know, that seems a little mean. I like the swan I idea like, better. That's what they put swans there. They're a little more robust. I think in a picture, swans probably looked better, and I guess. Are really, like, they let them go at weddings and things like that. Well, that's why. 
Aw. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, because it's a symbol of uh, effort. I didn't know that. I do now. Hmm. I would think you would want to throw. I mean, I know. Well, you're not supposed to be throwing the doves anyways. But. No. I mean, can you throw a dove? <laughs> I mean, you, you can. Turkeys can fly. <laughs> I would think at a wedding you would want Hera's blessing, not Aphrodite's. Miss runs around with her toga half off. Well, I think at the wedding you want the love and maybe it's because, you know, the wedding night. I mean, I guess. I don't know. She's palling around maybe with the Maybe that's where the rice came from for Hera. Maybe. For the hearth. I don't know. What do I know? I don't know anything. All right. <laughs> what are we grading her on? Oh, uh, so I have to leave her a little dove and... And wash her statue with dove blood. Oh, also there was that, that thing I looked up that was a, uh, 100 oxen. Well, that was in the... That was the month. That oh, was the name okay. of the month. That wasn't her. Oh, all right. But you do have to... Yeah. You do have to leave dove blood and wash her statue. Also, she wants to be um, celebrated the fourth day of every month. It's sacred That's to her. a lot. Right? Fourth day of every so month. So, uh, the fourth of every... So, why wouldn't they do... You know, that makes no sense. Why wouldn't they just make Valentine's Day February 4th then? Somebody didn't do their research. Oh, because Hallmark doesn't look anything... No, I know. But so, the fourth day of every month is Aphrodite's Day. I'm going to give her... I mean, it's relatively easy. It is. But it's like time intensive. It is, and she's a petty bitch. It's a little too much going on. Like the other gods, if I have to leave a votive, I can just go up, leave my votive, and leave. Well, you have to leave a small white marble dove. And marble's expensive. I don't know. Right. I can't like. Well, only the finest for Miss No Pants. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And you have to remember to do it every fourth day of the month. It's like having your period. Well, I think that's only if, like, I mean, honestly. Unless you're a hooker, right. prostitute. I mean, what else? You're not going to worship her just because you're walking down the street. You think they like? They were like, all right, come on, get some good Jones here. Probably because they said that there was um, there was stuff found on um, pottery inscriptions. Hmm. So I guess if you were worked in a brothel, right? So okay, here's an interesting segue to that. So like, if I worked in a brothel. And I really believed that Aphrodite was going to protect me. I think I would do it because she is a goddess mm. and she's got Aries on her side. Yeah. So if somebody fucked with me in the brothel, I'd want somebody who'd be like, you fucked with my people, I'm calling Aries. That's right. what I would want. Mm. I'm going to give her a six. I was going to give her a six as well. It's a little time intensive. I know. Right. I've been married but, for But, you know, shout years, out to so. her for being there for the, the sex workers. Yeah. All of them. Even the boy ones. Right. Yeah, it didn't say sh- it didn't say they had to be female. All right. So now her humanity. I know. Does she get down with humans? No. Mm-hmm. No. I I could only find two nice things that she did. <laughs> um, and there was so many other petty things I had to move them to notoriety. <laughs> so, <laughs> according to one myth, she ha- she aided. Hippomenus, a noble youth who wished to marry Atlantia, who was um, a maiden who was renowned throughout the land for her beauty, but would only marry somebody who could beat her at a foot race, and she was very fast. Oh. She was a swift runner, and she beheaded all of the men that lost to her. So, so Hippomenus prayed to Aphrodite, and she gave him three golden apples from the garden. If my niece Bella listens to this, she is also Don't a stop. very... Fast runner. Don't stop for a golden apple. If you have to behead people, she will behead you. <laughs> not you personally. No, I'm not chasing her. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, Dance, then listen, listen to this story. <laughs> uh, she instructed him to toss them in front of Atlantia as he raced her. And every time she saw one of the apples, she bent down to pick it up and he was able to win her in the race. He was able to beat her in the race. Oh. But in one version of the story, uh, Hippomenus forgets to repay Aphrodite for her aid. Mm, forgets. Yeah, forgets. So she causes the couple to become inflamed with lust while they're staying at the temple of Cybele. The couple is, they desecrate the temple by having sex in it. And Cybele turns them into lions as punishment. Oh. That was mm. the least petty one I could stick in humanity. Um, but the other one was nice. 
The other one was the story of Pig- Pygmalion. I don't know if you're familiar with that story. No, so no. Pygmalion is the story of the guy who, the the sculptor who is creating a woman out of marble. Some okay. some versions of the story, he's trying to make her the likeness of Aphrodite. But as he's making her, he falls in love with her. Oh, weird. Uh, well, he's falling in love with the the statue. So he starts that praying. Didn't help. No, he starts praying to Aphrodite to to bring the statue to life, and she does. Oh. Um, <gasps> is this what inspires Mannequin and Mannequin Two? Yeah, it's the story of Pygmalion. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Now, unfortunately, later on, this story becomes a euphemism for men, you know, trying to mold a woman into what they want. Right. But it was a nice way that she did bring the the statue to life. They got married and they had a son who the capital of Cyprus is named after. I'm not going to be able to get over that this is like that mannequin is a retelling of this story. It is. That's so crazy. Why? You didn't know that? The the 80s movie. You didn't know that? No. No, I just thought there's quite a few stories. I'm trying to think there's other movies out there that are My Fair Lady is a remake is is a version of Pygmalion. I hate how that movie ended. I do too, but in the I mean, it's him making a woman the way he wants. Yeah, but and not then from falls scratch, not like mannequin. He kind of did make her from scratch. Didn't she was already an alive person? She was already an alive person, but she wasn't the perfect woman. In the second mannequin movie, I don't even remember gets the second movie. She turned mannequin. into a mannequin. As a right. curse, but in the first one, she's he, just, he's in love with her every her. day, yes. Ah, oh, mannequin, you guys, you know what I mean? <laughs> so that was her two nice humanity uh, I stories. I knew a little too many plot details about both of those. Yes, movies. you did. I couldn't even remember the second movie. Well done. <laughs> um, so yes, I, I did not, I forgot that she was the goddess that, or the deity that turned the statue human. Oh. And that ends well for them? They're married yeah, they get married. Them. They have a son. His name is Papos, after which whom the capital of Cyprus received its name. Hmm. No blood with action? Like where? No, no. They're like, well, I left you for a traveler. Um, nope. And he apparently did not forget to thank her for it. So yeah. nothing bad happened or not desecrating temples. I just want to point out that Aphrodite is so petty. She makes sure that they desecrate someone else's temple. Not hers. Not hers. <laughs> but just a temple. She's like, fine. I mean, they were already like going to have sex, but she made it so that they couldn't not, they couldn't stop themselves from having sex in the temple. <sighs> I, mean, I mean, I love her. I love her. I mean, I get it. So that was her humanity. I'm going to give her, I think, a four. I'm going to get really get involved. Well, Pygmalion was nice. That is nice. It's nice that she did a, she wrote Mannequin. That's good. And she did get involved because both times those men, prayed to her and mm. she helped him out she was like wow well i mean i guess men prayed to her for sex and women paid prayed to her for help with sex like to make him better at it or yeah sometimes <laughs> or more maybe just to make somebody fall in love with them but probably if she was the patron goddess of prostitutes right don't kill me yeah like, yeah right. so we're moving on to her notoriety i know everybody's just dying to hear this music i know they are I want you to know that the picture on the is a guy holding a box of tissues. Ew. Yeah. Okay. It says porn in big letters. It says porn. It says porn. It's cheaper than dating. Oh. Well. I mean, it is. Okay. Notoriety. Oh, boy. Okay. For a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, remember I told you the story of Persephone getting involved with Adonis? Yeah. And got in a fight with Aphrodite about it. And then it was like, neither one of you can have it. And in Persephone's version, they just both fell in love with the guy. Okay. Again, when you start looking at other deities, they have a different version of the story. Um, So in the version of the story under Aphrodite is she found the baby, Adonis. Okay. So mind you, now they've known this guy since he was... Found. I air quoted the word found. And took him to the underworld to be fostered by Persephone. Why would she do this? Uh, because she doesn't have time for no babies. In her life. Okay. Uh, she returned for him once he was grown and discovered him to be strikingly handsome. Hmm. Yes. Persephone wanted to keep Adonis, resulting in a custody battle between the two goddesses. Your this honor. is nasty. Your honor. And then, but Zeus is up there. Yes. Making eyes at Adonis. Yes. He's like, hey. Um, and they weren't fighting over 
who gets to sleep with him. The wording is who should rightly possess him. I guess own him. He's like, am I not an a god? Do I not bleed Iker like you? <laughs> so Zeus settled the dispute by decreeing that Adonis would spend one third of the year with Aphrodite, one third with Persephone, and one third with whomever he chose. <coughs> and me. Right. <laughs> Adonis chose to spend the time with Aphrodite. Because of course he did. She had that freaking girdle on. And um, then one day while Adonis was hunting, he was wounded by a wild boar. That was the wild boar that Aphrodite, that Persephone had sent to oh. kill him because she thought if he died, he'd have to stay, he could stay in the underworld. And he died and was turned into a flower because Zeus was like, now neither of you get him. Oh. That's the, the petty story. So I'm not crazy about the fact that she found this baby. Persephone then raised this baby and then they both wanted to do this baby. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Not happy. <laughs> but he's the one. He, he could have just picked the other third of the time to be with a third party. But he, he was he was going to pick Aphrodite. Everybody picks Aphrodite. They didn't, he said anyone he wants. Right. And, and I he chose Aphrodite. He was Aphrodite. But like, I mean, I know deep down Zeus hoped it was him. He, he but, did. Because Adonis was supposed mm-hmm. to be like the most handsome guy. Like next to Apollo. Apollo's like... No, he's not. Right. I bet. when we Have we done Apollo? We did yeah. do Apollo. Play I, that fiddle upside down. Right. Can <laughs> <laughs> you sorry. play the flute underwater? <laughs> bet not. So that was her version of the story. Not much really better than Persephone's. No. A little even grosser. There was another story that when the women of the island of Lemnos refused to make any sacrifices oh. to, yeah, to Aphrodite, the goddess cursed them to stink horribly. So that their husbands would not sleep with them. Wow. It gets better. That's all Hephaestus's peeps. Yeah. Yes. It was. I wonder if he smelt. Uh, Instead, their husbands started having sex with their slave girls because they didn't smell. And in anger, the women of Lemnos murdered the entire male population of the island. Nice. Yeah. As well as all the slaves. Uh, when Jason and his group of Ar- crew of Argonauts arrived on Lemnos, they mated with the sex-starved women under Aphrodite's approval... And repopulated the island. Well, because they killed everybody. That was the sacrifice yeah, to Aphrodite. A, a shallow gene pool there. Right. Uh, from then on, the women of Lemnos never disrespected Aphrodite again. Um, I mean, they made the sacrifice because they killed everybody. But she made them stink. <laughs> I know. I'd kill everybody if I smelled that, too. And they didn't tell me. Oh, and I find it very hard to believe that a guy would not have sex with a girl because she Well, they smelled. had slave... Wi- they, they must have smelled really bad. I mean, we're talking bog of eternal stench here because... They must have. But they also had other I, women available. I know available. girls who will sleep with the world's smelliest man, so... Yeah, but I and don't if, know. If a woman's had... willing to sleep with a smelly man, a man is most certainly willing to sleep true, with a smelly lady. True. I think it was bog of eternal stench. <laughs> I think... Well, that and coupled with the fact that there was other women they could sleep with. That were less smelly. That didn't smell at all, apparently. I mean, given the options, those women probably, the slave girls probably didn't even have to bathe. How smelly must it have been? Because they didn't have deodorant back then, and it wasn't That's like what I'm saying. They didn't the shave smell. their armpits either, so the stench was like there on the hair. They were already smelly to begin with. All women, all humans yes. were very smelly back in it the day. It had to have been, it had to have been like, like they rolled around in poop. I don't know. I, I'm like, how I, much I don't know. smellier could it have been? That must be some awful smell. It had to have been. It had to have. Been. I can't even liken it to anything because when I think about, and she's about so petty. <laughs> she just did the women, not the slave people, like the slave girls, just the the wives. Like when I think of like Nikola Tesla and the people that were around <sighs> then, they must have smelled so bad. I can only think it had to be worse than like wet wool in the summer and no deodorant. I don't know. That's one story. Oi. Oi, he Theo I. <laughs> uh, Theseus's son Hippotolus worshipped Artemis, the goddess of virginity, and he refused to engage in any form of sexual contact because he was a Artemis worshipper. Uh, Aphrodite was infuriated by this behavior. Uh, she declared that by honoring only Artemis and refusing to venerate her or have sex, uh, he was directly challenging her authority. Mm. I don't know, like, why she took that, decided, like... Why Why is it her authority? I don't know, because he wouldn't have sex. Ah. Aphrodite, therefore, causes Hippotolus' stepmother to fall in love with him, knowing that Hippotolus will reject her. After being rejected, Phaedra, his stepmother, commits suicide and leaves a suicide note to Thesis 
telling him that she killed herself because Hippolytus attempted to rape her. Theseus prays to Poseidon to kill Hippolytus for his transgression, and Poseidon sends a wild bull to scare Hippolytus' horses as he's riding by on the sea in his chariot, causing the horses to bolt and smash the chariots against the cliff, dragging Hippolytus' to a bloody death across the rocky shoreline. Wow. Right. Uh, you be more specific with how you want Artemis to kill has you. vowed to kill Aphrodite's own mortal beloved, presumably Adonis, in revenge. Adonis is mortal? Adonis was mortal. Oh, I thought yeah. he was a god. No, Adonis was a mortal. Oh. Yeah. So that's another story of Petty Bitch. So I'm going to say that uh, if you're going to ask Poseidon to kill you, please be more specific. Otherwise, he's going to... Kill everybody. He's leaving it up to his imagination on what would be a really rad death. Right. A wild boar to scare the horses as he's riding by the sea in his chariot. You could have just given him a heart attack. But oh he no. could have just drowned him. He could have just sent a tiny little wave, sweeped him right off his chariot, right into the ocean. Nope. That's not fun. Nope. You left it up to him. So, yes, Artemis and Aphrodite apparently have some uh, issues. Uh, oh, maybe an- that Tristan go well. Mm-mm. Another one was Glassicus of Corinth. Angered Aphrodite because he refused to let his horses that he used for chariot racing mate. With her? Nope. Just mate. Oh, just in general. Because doing so would hinder their speed. I, is that why, like, after a horse race, the, assuming the horse doesn't die right. from horse racing, they, um, they get put out to stud? Yeah. Because if they do it beforehand, that they're like... Supposedly. What are they, and just got that halo of just doing it on them, and they're like a little trotty instead of Maybe, galloping? or maybe that's all they can think of? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what goes on with horses, but apparently Aphrodite was invested in wanting them to mate. Uh, during the her- chariot race at the funeral games... For a king, Aphrodite drove his horses mad and they tore him apart. Because he wouldn't let his horses have sex. Tore him apart? Yeah. Turned the horses on him so that the horses tore him apart. Listen, horses aren't very violent like no. that, you know? Oh, what do we go? Um, another, another young woman who chose to live a virginal life with Artemis instead of marriage and children, as favored by Aphrodite. Apparently Aphrodite liked her. Aphrodite cursed her because of this, causing her to have children by a bear. Mm, there's a lot of animal activity yeah. in all these gods' stories, not just the Greeks. Right. The resulting offspring, Agrius and Aureus, were wild cannibals who incurred the hatred of Zeus. Sure, nobody likes a cannibal. Right. <laughs> so he ultimately transformed all the members of birds into, in all the family members into birds of ill omen or vultures. Aw, come on. I like a vulture. Right. But they're still, like, considered ill woman. I know. Because they think they, like, eat the dead, and if they're hanging around, then something might die soon. But you have to be, like, so close to death already for them to start circling. Right. Not like diabetes gonna die. Like, (laughs) you're, like, already dead. (laughs) She also cursed the goddess Eos to be perpetually in love and have an insatiable sexual desire. With everybody, mm-hmm. because Eos had slept with Ares. Did he? Eos is a female. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Another. Oh, one. I was thinking of Eros. No, yeah, I know. It gets a little. Some of these, I was like, what? Nope. So she just cursed her to have an insatiable sexual desire, and always be in love because she slept with Ares once. 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 <sighs> She's married. Right. Another person. She's a petty bitch, man. Had Darren. Darren. To lay with, had denied Aphrodite's divinity. So for that, the goddess's rage, it said, made them the first strumpets to prostitute their body's charms. It was a group of women. Uh, as shame retreated and their cheeks grew hard, they turned w- um, into stones of flint. So she cursed them to be sex workers and then turned them into flint after that? Well, no, they were so embarrassed they turned into flint. Like oh. their, their cheeks reddened and their hearts, their hearts hardened okay. and they turned into pieces of flint. Oh. Uh, interesting that um, <clears throat> she's also part of the Trojan War because she was she one of the three goddesses that Paris was chosen. She won. She won that. Do you know how she won? By promising no? Nope. How? It says she won because she got naked. Nothing like Paratitties. Right? Right. Yeah. If I wanted something real bad and I was like, I'll show these titties. To be fair, she did protect Paris during the, Roman, uh, the Trojan War. She was very protective of him. But... She won because she wasn't going to win. She was almost losing. 
and she took her robe off. She's like, well, this bullshit ends now. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. So that's her uh, notoriety. Her fetish gear corset. Her corset of wonderfulness, yes. She's like, there's that lots of... made her. <laughs> there's lots of tricks in this. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks my babe. <laughs> so yeah, that was her notoriety. I'm going to give her full marks. That's yeah, a 10 for me. me too. She's really, she's up to a lot of bad behavior. She's a snot. She is. I she mean, is. Down. I mean, I do like that she won by getting naked. I mean. But I mean, she's, I don't understand why she got so mad about like people who won't mate. Like, she must have it out for Artemis. I couldn't find anywhere that specifically said that like she hated Artemis, but maybe she just doesn't like Artemis because Artemis uh, induces virginity. Maybe. Or maybe it was a tryst that went bad. Right. And then she's like, uh, you know what? I'm going to swear it all off now because you're bad. She's like, I'm not bad in bed. You're bad in bed. Right. <laughs> okay. So we're going to move on to her legacy. <laughs> I did not know that dove soap was inspired by her symbol of the dove. Oh, really? Their whole thing is beauty isn't everybody or beauty and cleanliness like the Lemos like the not stinky women of Lemnos. Right. Uh, she was in Hercules and Xena. Hold on. The show. If you hear any music in the background, that's my husband right. trying to be quiet about <laughs> it, but he's not good at it. Uh, she was in Clash of the Titans. Okay. Definitely in Percy Jackson. Oh, for sure. I didn't realize there was a lot of songs that talk about her. Hmm. Like even up-to-date songs like Car Katy Perry wrote a song about her that Cleopatra song or whatever oh, okay. sings about her Teresa went to go shut the door so there's also a touch of Aphrodite in pop culture's Wonder Woman the magic lasso compelling truth is not so different from Aphrodite's magical girdle bringing love and Aphrodite's physical perfection is also similar through the Greek though the Greek god goddess Artemis was also influenced in Wonder Woman's story oh that makes sense because her father is Zeus and she is made of clay. So she's right. not even a half goddess. She's a straight up goddess. She's a straight up goddess. And the, the magic girdle, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that's her legacy. She didn't have a lot at the under. Painting. That's her Roman. I don't care. Okay. Well, but we have a bonus point for that later. I mean, she's getting it. I mean, she's very Can't famous. She she's famous as Venus. I mean, she's <laughs> quite famous as Venus. She's even got a, a lot of women's beauty products are called Venus. Oh, yeah. The I shaving. A slutty catalog named Venus. <laughs> right. But even the razors, Venus. Uh, she's got a planet. Mm. Um, you know, the Venus de Milo is very popular. Everybody knows what I've that is. Um, so as Venus, she's uh, got, a, I would say, a longer standing legacy mm. than Aphrodite. Although everybody knows Aphrodite's name and they use her in, they don't use Venus in songs a couple of times. But there Venus was, was her name. I was yeah. thinking that one. But um, there was a lot of rap songs that had her name in it too. Huh. I, I, I never heard of them, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> um, so that's her legacy. I'll give her a good old seven on that. That's pretty good. I'll give her a seven too. I like that. I'm feeling generous. You are. I'm feeling I'm, like I love her. No, are you a little nervous? You know, like to score her low after you hear about what a petty bitch she is. <laughs> now we're gonna move on to her family. Okay. Wish I was wearing bell bottoms right now. Boot flares. Okay, she has quite a few children mm. by many different people. This is the greatest hits. It's the greatest hits. So, by Aries, she has Phobo, who is the god of fear, mm. Demonos, who's the god of terror, Harmonia, who we've addressed before. Yes. She's the, the only nice one out of the, the kids, uh, Adrestia, which is the goddess of revolt, and the four Erotus, which also includes Eros, are by Ares and her. Okay. So for somebody who is married, she had quite a long time to make some babies with Ares. That's a lot of babies with Ares. Right? <sighs> she also has um, some children with Dionysus. Oh, that's good. She has Hymen. <laughs> Not even joking. Sweet. Who's technically the god of marriage ceremonies. She has Icheus, which is the Illusion Mysteries god. Oh, I like that. Some say that she might, the, the, there's another god, Papyrus, who is the minor rustic fertility god and protector of livestock from Dionysus, and also the god of male genitalia. Not to be confused with Pethios, mm. who is the god of seduction. And then she also had the Charities, 
okay. which were from her and Dionysus, which I didn't realize that. She had a child with Hermes. Oh, uh, yeah, like when okay. you lean your head to the side, it does weird stuff. She had a child with Hermes, which was her hermaphrodite. Okay. Who, right, right, right. Yeah, which was, which was actually a sweet story. She had a child with Poseidon named Rhodes, who was some minor god. I don't hear a lot about uh, Poseidon around here. I know he's got a bad no, rap, I but I know. wonder how bad it truly is. Well, we'll get to him. She had a child with Adonis. She actually had three children with Adonis, but only one of them was named because Barrio later married Poseidon. Oh, okay. And then she had two other children that they didn't name. Oh, that's mean. She so had, are they just walking around being like, I'm nobody? I guess. <laughs> uh, she had, well, because they were probably, they weren't um, gods. Were they hundred-handed ones? They just chucked them off the cliff? I don't think so, because <laughs> Adonis was mortal. Oh, yeah. So, um, she had three children with one of the Argonauts, one of which was killed by Hercules. Weren't the Argonauts human? Yeah. I thought she didn't mate with humans. Oh, she did. I'm sorry. Oh. I was wrong. And then she had that god of seduction, born with an erection, <laughs> that they don't know who the father was. So Dionysus. she was she was busy. I think it was Dionysus. It was either Dionysus or Pan. Like, mm. that's got oh, them I written wonder, all over it. I wonder if she's like, I don't know who the father is because, like, she has some, like, aftershame because of the goat leg situation. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, she shouldn't, but what if she does? Right. He's, like, less... Can't be uglier than Hephaestus, I'm afraid. So. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11... 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20. She had 21 children. That's a lot. That is. Well, she was busy. I've only heard about a hand of them, a handful of them. Right. I didn't list them because they were so important. I was more listing them because it was by so many different gods and and other people. Um, Like clearly the Erodes and Eros was, we had already discussed them. And I liked that she was the mother of the charities. I'd forgotten about that. But yeah, the other ones... I, I just listed it because of the, like, it, there was so many different fathers. There is a lot of, there's yeah. a lot. Uh, I'm going to give her a six. Okay. I'm going to give her, uh, I'm going to give her an eight. Like, the uh, kids could have done better by their mom, you know? Gotten a little of their name out there a little bit more. Well, I think the Charities and Eros is probably her most famous. And her hermaphrodite. So, yeah. That was her family. Family. And now, for the bonus round. Oh, the bonus round. Give me a only because I love the music so much. So, but we already talked about it. The bonus is the goddess Venus. Uh, I was going to give her a point. I agree, because she had a better legacy. Like, better, yeah. Much better legacy. Right, I wrote that. The art matters. I'm going to go look at art. I think the art matters, and I mean, it's a freaking planet. It is, and it's called the Morning Star, even. Right. You can see it every morning. And, you know, I love Venus Razors. So she's got to... <laughs> I love banana red. I, I do too. I should have cued. I love a strong word. Sorry, Aphrodite. Well, I love it when it's on. <laughs> I don't go seek it out. How's that? She got a seventy-one. Oh man, I gotta roll, roll out this. Uh... I mean, I'm not super shocked. Seventy-one's pretty big. Right, but I mean, she's a pretty heavy hitter. Same as Hephaestus. Same as the Hulk. Whoa! <gasps> Can't believe they're it. they're going to battle it out. The same score. My goodness. Oh. Oh, they're made for each other. So. Also, it never says in in anything that she eventually divorced Hephaestus. So she's sleeping with all these guys while she was married with them. I hope Hephaestus gets around. I, I don't remember, so even though it was just like. I didn't hear that he last. got around. I don't think he did. No. I mean. No, wait. Yes, he did. He got, He banged a lot of. He banged. Oh, my God. He banged. Yeah, he banged a lot of hot chicks. That's right. He did. And then surprisingly he. Amount, a surprising amount of hot chicks for somebody so ugly. Right. And then he had that cum baby. That's true. Oh, on the leg? Yes. Yuck. Yes. I just listened to our episode Wasn't again, he? and I cracked myself up. I was like, what is wrong with us? Why are we five years old? <laughs> Whatever, there's a taco joke today. No. You got some tacos? Cake taco. Uh, Give me that taco. Uh. <laughs> I was trying to be so good, too. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have to hold it together, because Aphrodite, like, you're going to make these jokes. Like She is going to inspire those jokes. She did inspire that joke. <laughs> she is in the room, and she's like... Oh, this will be a rich one. They're they're down here. They're like, have you heard this podcast? They are ridiculous. Say pearl necklace. Watch them laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so the important thing is, what would she be the modern day goddess of? Oh my goodness. Oh wow. Right. 
She encouraged mating so much. Perhaps she would be the goddess of IVF. Oh. I know. I'm so much nicer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, she's the patron goddess of prostitutes. So I was going to say like... Legalized? No, I was I was going not dark for once. I was gonna say legalized sex working, like the protection of sex workers now, because they don't get protected. Well, not in this country, but they do in other countries. Well, yes. So she could be. She is the patron saint, patron goddess of Amsterdam. Okay. <laughs> Where everybody's on of drugs. the red light district. Of everybody's on and drugs, the bunny services rendered and the bunny ranch. <laughs> And the best little whorehouse in Texas. Boy, that is the exact opposite <laughs> of the, the goddess of IPA. <laughs> We're the best. I was trying to be nicer because I made a vest as the god of revenge porn last time. <laughs> <laughs> and do we think she gets a throne? Are you giving her a throne? I'm going to give her a throne because she slept with half the mount, like oh, more than half of everybody. So I think, yeah, I think she worked her say... way through to get one. <laughs> I'm going to say yes as well. I mean, she's got those great tits. I, I do love you do. a great rack. I mean. You do. Sorry if I stare at them too long. They make it <laughs> creepy. I can't help it. If they're really great, then I'm sorry. Oh, apparently, I'm sorry. they're magical. <laughs> do you have any special designs for her, her throne? I think her throne is probably a giant mattress. A giant mattress? It's I was going to be like, you know, in those pornos where... <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, you do. With a chair or some other device has a dildo already attached to it. Oh my God! I don't know what those are called. The chair with a dildo. Attached okay, to so it? her crown, her crown, her yeah. throne would be a chair with a dildo attached. All right, fine. I mean, you know, but it's pretty. It is, of course, it's pretty. I, I. It's like one of those nice ones with the pearls inside. Yeah, but there's knives behind it because Aries always has her back. Aw, that's what I'm gonna say. There's a smaller one for Aries. Yes. Well. <laughs> Busy um, man. Judge not, you know? <laughs> so that's it. Uh, Aphrodite is going to go to the semifinals and battle her brethren uh, for who's going to be tops here. Yeah. We're getting close to the end of our original list. And I we even so. threw in some extra. We did throw in a couple of bonuses. You can find us on all the socials at Facebook and Instagram at uh, Last God Standing uh, Pod. And Gmail, lastgodstandingpod at gmail.com. Twitter is lastgodstandpod. You should tweet at me. Maybe I'll put out a little tweet asking if we should try and find a live venue for ourselves. Yes. Um, if you want to be a guest on our show, give us a tweet. Uh, lastgodstanding.podbean.com is where we are hosted. I'd like to thank Mike Jacino for all of our theme music. And thank you, listeners. Like, share, and subscribe. Bye. Bye. Bye.